the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to the Andrew K. Show. Is it hump day? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's hump day. We're getting over the hump here on tonight's Andrew K. Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in and talk about how you're getting over the hump, how you got, if you've already got over the hump, how do you, I don't know, how you feel about a hump. I don't know. How are you feeling about anything out there? Uh, again, the number is 888-344-1170. Follow me on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm on Instagram too. I don't do that snap. I don't snap, so don't even think I'm going to be doing no Snapchat. There's even some other ones out there: Tumblr, Riddler. I don't even know what all the rest of them are. Um, but I'm glad to have Tinder. you. What? Tinder. <laughs> no, I ain't on no Tinder, baby. Y'all recognize that voice? It's the man, the myth, the man who might be on Tinder under the name DJ Carrot Sticks. I don't know. I like carrot sticks. All the ladies swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can you say hump day nowadays with PETA? Is that like against uh, camels? I could be. I don't think you, you know, can say that anymore. Everything, you know what? Everything is subject to the word police out there. I, I still have yet to to decide or to, to know who is actually out there keeping track of what words are acceptable and what aren't. But we all know who gotten. We know what some words we're not supposed to say is anything that might be considered a slur against uh, homosexuals. And so Mika Brzezinski got herself into some trouble. But let me tell you, even if you don't consider what she said about Mike Pompeo to be a, a a gay slur, it's a nasty comment that shouldn't be made at all. And if she was even in any way remotely connected to a conservative media outlet, she would have been hauled out. She wouldn't have even had time to grab her purse. Had she said anything like that, if she was a conservative, if she was Laura Ingram and said that about anybody, a gay, about anybody in, who was a member of the Obama administration. So we all know that whoever's in charge of what is considered to be the word police these days, it certainly only seems to be going one way. I got to talk to the breaking news of today, which was the Cohen sentencing. Cohen DeCoward was sentenced today. He got three years. I'm wondering if in the federal sentencing guidelines, if they, if if their judges have the discretion to give additional time for being a weak coward. My old friend Heather, she always said there was two things she couldn't stand in a man. She couldn't stand bad breath, and she couldn't stand cheapness. I got to add weakness. I can't stand a man who's weak. And you know what's weak to me? And Trump was right in calling him weak. 
because he was weak in the face of what was being done to him. And he was completely pathetic and weak at his sentencing hearing today when he stood up there. Because you know what to me, you know what a man is, you know what strength is and strength as a man is it's if you're going to stand up there and accept responsibility, then that means you accept responsibility. You don't stand up there sniveling and crying. Uh, I just, I, I just found myself in the dark, you know, blindly loyal to Trump. I take full responsibility, but Trump made me do it. Are you kidding me? Reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in The Godfather. Remember when uh, Johnny comes back? Johnny was supposed to be, ba- uh huh, supposed to be loosely the Johnny character was supposed to be loosely based on Sinatra. And so Johnny comes back and he's crying to Don Vito. I don't know what to do, Godfather. I can't get the part in the movie. And Don Vito comes around the desk and he slaps him across the face and he says, you can act like a man. Yeah. Lots of wisdom in that movie. I think I think the movie You've Got Mail said, uh, Tom Hanks' character in that movie said, all life's greatest lessons can be found in the movie The Godfather. And that's so true. Act like a man. President Trump did not hold a gun to your head, Cohen, and force you to commit tax fraud and tax evasion with your taxicab business. Nor did President Trump force you to do anything felonious or anything illegal with the payment to Stormy Daniels. Because you know what? Paying off people to stay silent is what everybody in Hollywood is doing every five seconds, whether it's involving a personal assistant, somebody they've slept with, their maid. Jennifer Lopez probably doesn't walk through a shopping excursion without making everybody on set or everybody around her sign an NDA talking about the truth of what, you know, of what she might look like. There was nothing illegal in that. And in fact, there's audio recordings of President Trump saying, well, just write her a check. Trump wasn't trying to hide anything. And, And really, why? And why was Cohen audio taping his client who was supposed to have privilege? Cohen is a coward and he's a criminal. And you know what? There's a great article by Mark Panout, who was actually, uh, many of you remember that he's a Democrat strategist, and he really skewered through the sentencing guidelines, the sentencing memo from the Mueller investigation in the Southern District of New York and the Cohen the Cohen charging memo, sentencing memo. A couple of things here, and it's important to get into this because we've got Jerome Corsi coming up, who is the opposite of a coward. He's, he's got the courage of a hero to stand up against the Mueller investigation. So as I go through some of the great points by Mark Penn, Democrat strategist, in terms of what was done and how Cohen was railroaded, it's not in, in order to make Cohen look sympathetic because he did commit crimes. But in fact, there's many aspects to what was done to Cohen in which if he had a spine, if he had been a man, he could have stood up to what was being done to him because he's still – He's still subject to some things happening to him. Mark Penn went on to say that it's like experiencing 1998 again, deja vu. As prosecutors, I think this was in The Hill. This article is on the AM 1170 website. Prosecutors once again work overtime to turn extramarital affairs and the efforts to keep them secret into impeachable high crimes and misdemeanors. Unable to get the witnesses to compose the stories they want. Today's prosecutors are discovering they can simply compose the crimes by manipulating the pleas of men desperate to protect their families. He goes on to say that this sentencing memo actually took secret information which, from the grand jury proceedings in order to point fingers at those that are not being sentenced. In other words, he, they took 
what is supposed to be private information. Grand juries are supposed to be secret. And they put that in the sentencing memo specifically to try to make Trump look guilty of something for which he did not do. Trump has not committed any crimes here. He goes on to say that it was used unethically to cast the president as directing a criminal conspiracy to make secret and illegal uh, payments. And that's absolutely not true. Another great point that he goes to make here is, you know, he says that please the thing wherein, please as in pleading guilty, please the thing wherein to catch the king. First, they went after the man, not the crime, turned up millions in unpaid taxes and some bank loan misrepresentations by Cohen. At that point, they convinced him to cave which is what they're doing to all everybody. The trick was to get him to plead guilty to supposedly two campaign finance felonies, then vaguely implicate the president, even though, so he pled, he pled guilty to something that wasn't even a crime just to get him off his back. So this was not courageous on the, on the part of Cohen. He wasn't courageous, number one. And number two, he's now trying to throw Trump under the bus. He's, 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 he's doing... What Jerome Corsi refused to do. Jerome Corsi refused to please guilty to something that he didn't do just to get an easier sentence. And he's going to be on to talk about his new book, Silent No More, how he became a political prisoner to the mother witch hunt. This Mark Penn article goes on to describe the fact that, you know, the, that these two guilty pleas were valuable to the prosecutors because they couldn't get these guilty – they couldn't get the guilt – on these two in court because the first payment was made by a media outlet. So that, and, and if media outlets now were not allowed to pay money to hold on to a story for later, that being a campaign contribution, then the Billy Bush tape for which NBC paid money for it and held on to it, that would have been considered a campaign contribution to Hillary Clinton. How about all the, um, uh, there, and then he goes on to talk about all the other examples in which media holds on to stories, pays money to keep people silent or, or to buy a story that they hold on to for a while just to, to play out the story at a particular time to affect the outcome of an election. He goes on to, uh, he goes on to also talk about how uh, the Obama campaign had millions of dollars in misreported information and all they did was pay a fine. Because, you know, misappropriation to campaign funds is commonplace. On top of it, he even goes on to talk about the fact that let's say this was a campaign contribution, which it wasn't. It, according to campaign finance, finance laws, it, it it was too late in the campaign. It would it wouldn't have even been he wouldn't have even he he would not have been even able to report it in time according to the campaign finance laws. So basically, Cohen was a coward, and in order to save himself, he's now trying to cooperate against an innocent man, the president of the United States. To save himself. That's a coward. He doesn't deserve any sympathy from me. In fact, I wish he got more time. And on top of it, he's getting to go to some, you know, facility that's known to be, you know, he's Jewish. And so he's getting to go to a place that's minimum security that's got like a deli that's like Jerry's New York deli inside there. Shabbat dinners, rabbi. He's he's getting off, you know, fairly easy considering the fact that he probably could have gotten a lot more time for the ta- for the crimes that he actually committed involving his own business. None of that had anything to do with Trump. So basically, he's trying to throw Trump under the bus to get himself less time because of crimes that he committed on his own that had nothing to do with Trump. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Jerome Corsi, who's no coward. He's standing up to the Mueller witch hunt. He refused to take a plea. He actually filed a lawsuit for $350 million dollars. 
against the Mueller investigation. And he's going to be here to talk about that. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, we are underway in our drive to send care packages to our armed forces deployed overseas for Christmas. And we hope you'll join us. You have in the past, and we need your help again. You walk down the post office, and there's a package with your name on it. You open it up. It's got coffee. It's got uh, candies. It's got socks. It's got all these items in there. And everyone around you is like, man, that's awesome. I wish I could get a care package. And you share that with your uh, fellow uh, soldiers. You share that with your family members overseas with you. Care packs are ready to go with all sorts of premium cookies, coffee, Gatorade, and even some holiday treats. However, we can't send any of them without your help. We're asking you to go to the phone and give generously, dictate a personal greeting, and then select the number of care packs you'd like to send. It's easy to do. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. When you receive that care package, it it resonates to everybody that there's somebody back home loving you and wanting you to be safe and showing that gratitude. And that that uh, resonates throughout the entire unit, the entire house of soldiers. Call 855-7-TROOPS, 855-787-6677. Right now, to say thank you, for each $100 donation, you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House. That's 855-7 and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs. And while supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Call 855 the number 7 troops. 855-787-6677. That's 855 the number 7 and the word troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are 
are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your Social Security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz, where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130. Or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626. NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you'd like to call in, you got something on your mind. A little bit later in the show, we've got an update for you on the migrant caravan south of the border. we got to talk about a story that was trending today about taxing text messages here in California. I mean, what what are they not trying to tax us for? We, we will get to that later, but I've got to my speak to my next guest. I've been really wanting to have him on the show recently after everything that's happened. You know, before the break, we were talking about Cohen the Coward. And Jerome Corsi is the opposite of that. He is a courageous man who is fighting back against the witch hunt that is the Mueller investigation. He's actually got a book out about it now called Silent No, Silent no More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. Jerome Corsi, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, it's great to be back. Thank I don't, you very much. Well, thank you for your courage. Um, we were seeing Cohen today, uh, you know, uh, who kowtowed, in my opinion, and made, you know, he, he committed crimes and you didn't. So his story isn't exactly the same, but I think that I wish he had had some more courage to to at least not throw, try to throw Donald Trump under the bus like he did at the sentencing hearing today. Others have knuckled under to the pressure, the harassment, the bullying, and the jackboot of tyranny on their necks, but you have not. You're standing up for this. Take us back to the beginning, though. Why were you targeted in the first place? Well, they, I, I got a subpoena on August 28th to appear before Mueller's special uh, prosecutor, special counsel grand jury, and I cooperated. I gave all my uh, laptops, my time machine, which archived my computer, my emails. I, I, I wanted. I've done nothing wrong. I've never committed a crime in my life. I'm 72 years old. And I I don't even have parking tickets on my record, and I wanted to cooperate, but. This is completely a politically driven uh, investigation. My six sessions over 40 hours, mm. two months, it was a horror show. And that, that's what I'm trying to, I wrote this book to document so people could read it, be there with me. I mean, you know, the point is, um, Andrea, I, I refused to lie. Now, they wanted me to be the connection between Roger Stone and Julian Assange. So we're going to be Roger Stone, Jerry Corsi, and Julian Assange. Well, I've never met Julian Assange. I don't know Julian Assange. I've never emailed him. I have no communication with him whatsoever. And I don't know anybody who could connect me as an intermediary with Julian Assange. So I broke the special prosecutor's case, and they went insane. I mean, they started accusing me of my writings, and I'm a liar. I mean, I was lecture two. I was interrogated. I felt like I was a American soldier, prisoner of war in North Korean, you know, North Korea during the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Communist Chinese were interrogating me. I mean, it's all Hillary Clinton partisans, mm-hmm. and they hate me. 
Well, this is exactly, as, I don't know if you know who Sidney Powell is. I've had her on the show many times. She wrote yes, a, she wrote a yes. book called License to Lie about the corruption going I know on. very well. Yeah, and, you know, I when I first, she first wrote that book a few years ago and I read it, I thought, oh, my gosh, can is that really the state of, the, of our law enforcement, the top law enforcement agency in the land, the FBI and our DOJ, that there's people like this Andrew Weissman dude? They're literally railroading people. And forcing and forcing people through pressure and jackboot tactics to cop to, to plead guilty for things they didn't do, and some of the reasons why is because yeah it's it's expensive. It's she explained to me that this tactic is used oftentimes because it's they can't afford to continue to defend themselves. It's bankrupting them and their families, and it gets to the point where it's easier for some people to just take the plea and say, okay, okay, enough, cry uncle, go to jail for a couple of years and be done with it. And I think that that's kind of what, the, what they've done to Cohen, Flynn, Manafort, Papadopoulos, and they're trying to do to you. And we cannot allow this to stand in this country. And I have been trying to get people to understand, Jerome, Dr. Corsi, that if if any American out there thinks that this can't happen to them, then they must still believe in the tooth fairy because it can happen to anybody if we allow this to continue in this country to have a weaponized FBI and DOJ destroy people for politics. And that's what they're trying to do to you, aren't they? Uh, You've got it exactly right. And this is a the, the political criminals are running the Justice Department. And, uh, Andrea, I'm, I, you know, I'm a weird doctor. I went to Harvard. I got my PhD, and I didn't go for a political, you know, for a religious conversion. I'm, I, I openly allow that Jesus Christ is my personal Lord and Savior. Now, I will not lie to keep out of prison. They, they, I didn't want a plea deal. They offered me a plea deal to keep me off the media. They wanted me to plea uh, to one count uh, based on a. The first day's testimony, which I amended after I saw my emails in 2016, I changed the testimony. I made a mistake, a memory mistake. And I, I will not swear before a federal judge in God that the law is that I knowingly and willfully gave them false information that I knew to be false to deceive them. I didn't do that. I've never, I, I don't, I, I can't lie. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Andrea, we're here for a very short period of time. And they can put me in prison for the rest of my life, but I'm not going to um, swear on a Bible before a federal judge that I committed a crime I did not to stay out of prison. I won't do it. I'll go to prison and die in prison. That's what they want me to do. They can put me away tomorrow. They come into my door and arrest me at Christmas, and they might. And my family says, will Daddy be gone at Christmas? Well, I might. But well, that's what we're all going to have to deal with. Right. Well, there were some reports coming out, and I don't even know where I read it, that they had tried to use some techniques on you to recover memory. Was that true, or is that oh, one of yeah. these fake news stories? Oh, you know, uh, one of the prosecutors was Aaron Zelinsky. He's this very arrogant young prosecutor from uh, Rod Rosenstein. He was an assistant under Rod Rosenstein. So I want you to go back to 2016. The key thing is they wanted me to connect Roger Stone to Assange, and I don't know Assange. I've never spoken to him. I've never emailed him. I've never had any communication with him or anybody who's an intermediary. I, I have nothing to do with Assange. So, let's get that. Dr. Corsi, you go back and you know, put yourself back in 2016 and remember, you know, regress back into it. I said, I, so I tried it. I said, Mr. Zelensky, if I continue this, I'm going to be telling you 
Alexander Alexander Great in my former lifetime. I mean, this is a carnival trick. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, Why are you doing this? It's fraudulent. Right. And and it, this, this it's confusing to me with the Roger Stone. I, I I was I got very confused with some of these reports came out in in terms of you and what they were alleging and what they were investigating between you and Roger Stone and and WikiLeaks. And then I finally I was like, well, wait a second. Let me sift through all this nonsense here because the bottom line is, even if you knew Julian Assange, even if you and Roger Stone were coordinating the release of WikiLeaks, that's still not a crime. It's not a crime under uh, New York Times v. U.S. Pentagon Papers case in 1971. And by the way, in 1972, I wrote my dissertation in Harvard University in political science on the Pentagon Papers case. Most of, it's like I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God must have been telling me something in 1972 to prepare me. Uh, even if Julian Assange had, had received stolen and in, uh, emails that were even classified. He had a right to have them and possess them as long as he didn't steal them. And I could have gone over and talked to him. I could have told Roger Stone the world. It would not have been a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, it's just that I didn't do it. And that's why and what... The prosecutors, and and they went insane. They went mad because they, 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 became, they blew up the whole thing, walked out, acted angry, made me, you know, went through a series of questions that were abusive. I said, I can't remember my emails in any great detail in 2016. I can't re- I'm not a human tape recorder. You can't push a button, and I'll play back to a telephone conversation. But who, who said this? What were they thinking? What do they say? It's I all said, a trap. It's, it's, it's all it's a, a trap. trap. It's all a trap to try to create a crime. That's what this is. And I got to tell you, I, this has made me crazy with anger, Dr. Corsi, since this whole thing began. And I'll tell you who I blame the most for it, and it's Jeff Sessions. Because Jeff Sessions took the job as attorney general knowing that uh, that he – well, I don't know if he knew he was going to recuse himself. But the second he felt like he needed to recuse himself, he should have stepped away and stepped down and let President Trump nominate a real attorney general. That recusing of himself paved the way for Rod Rosenstein because this entire Mueller investigation is based on criminal activity. It was illegal for them to use a dossier, oppo research, paid for by Hillary Clinton that was unfair verified and still is to this day. They went and lied to the FISA courts to start this entire thing. And it even included planning – spies in the Trump campaign. So this is an illegal investigation from the get-go. And had Jeff Sessions not recused himself, it might not have happened. So I am incredibly angry that this was even begun from the get-go and has been allowed to continue. Who are you, who do you blame the most that this witch hunt, this politically driven assassination attempt has been, was created and been allowed to continue? I mean, I agree with you, Andrea. What I know is they hate me. These and the Mueller's prosecutors hated me because of what I've written. You know, I've written twenty books since two thousand four. Six of them have been seven of them, New York Times bestsellers, two number one. They hated me because of unfit for a command, which oh, I go yeah. out of the job <laughs> against triples. They hate me for my books against Obama. They hate hate me for my current bestseller, which is, you know, killing the deep state. Mm-hmm. Aaron Zelensky says, Dr. Corsi, you pick a fact from here and you leave a lie. And you know, millions. So he hates my writing. These are hardcore Hillary Clinton partisans. Uh, Jeannie Ree, one of the special prosecutors who was the lead interrogating me, she is a Hillary Clinton lawyer. 
who defended her in the email case and the Clinton Foundation. Now, mm-hmm. these people hated me, and they made it clear to me, after I would not lie, say I had a connection with Assange. That was their whole thing. Roger sold Julia Assange. Roger sold Julia Assange. Roger, that's all they want to talk about. And it was a, it was a nightmare because I would not lie to give them what they wanted. I don't know Julian Assange. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton wasn't subjected to 40 hours of brutal interrogation like, you know, Gitmo prisoners that were Islamic terrorists were treated better than you. Hillary Clinton was never put under oath. Everybody surrounded by Hillary Clinton from Cheryl Mills and others, Huma Abedin, even the Platte River dudes who set up the felonious email server in the toilet were given immunity. And they're and they are harassing you. And my understanding now is after you left Trish Regan's show last night that your family was harassed. Oh, what, yeah. What happened there? Even well, the, the FBI shows up at my stepson's house. He's 43 years old. He's my stepson. He has his own home. He has two German shepherds, so he didn't leave the, let the FBI in. He said the dogs were tasting FBI. I mean, Ooh. he said they can't come in. I wish they'd gotten they a real taste. He, he thought they, the FBI said they thought he was, first of all, I don't think they knew he was my stepson, which, you know, but he's harassing my family. Uh, Andrew said, look, I'm not his IT specialist. He had an old computer, and he had, they had one of my text messages to Andrew where I said, you know, come over and get this computer and wipe it clear and use it in the family business, my wife's business. Well, that was an old computer, and I, I couldn't use it. It was crowded with data. It wouldn't work anymore. And I said to Andrew, take it back to fact. I wasn't trying to destroy information. Andrew said, Jerry never destroys any emails. He's a pack rat. He saves everything. Andrew kicked them out of the house and said, I don't know anything about Jerry's business. I'm his stepson. And I, I, I don't help him with his IT. He said, I've got my own life to live. Wow. They're harassing my stepson. Wow. I've got to ask you real quick before we go, and then I want you to give everybody um, the information on where they can get the book as well as your GoFundMe account to help with legal expenses. Because part of the reason why they're able to, to these, these pack of wolves are able to get plea deals out of people who haven't done anything wrong is because they get broken financially in the course of legally defending themselves. But Jack Posobiec from OAN tweeted earlier, you might have seen it, that he that OAN was told by a senior official with knowledge of the investigation that they are now considering extra charges against you for new information that they have recently learned that you gave false statements on. Are you aware of this? Well, I, they're going to try to do everything they can to persecute me and put me in prison. And uh, as I say, I rejected their plea deal. Uh, they offered me to lie, and if they did, if I lied. Well, then they, they'd give me, you know, no prison time. Of course, they were going to, you know, put me out of business. I, I'd have to stay silent for a year. Mm-hmm. I'd have to lie to the regulators of my security and insurance life. If they want to charge me with anything, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Because they're a bunch of criminal, politically motivated, um, I, I think, criminal prosecutors. And Donald Trump is right. This is a witch hunt. They want to publish me for writing books. Mm-hmm. And exposing them, I'll go to prison the rest of my life. Well, I, th- I've heard what it takes. Yeah, when I first heard about that they were going after you, I thought, oh, they've never forgiven him for swift boating John Kerry. Right, and that's what it's about. He took down that's John Kerry. Now the book now is, and I want everybody to get it. It's called Silent No More: How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. Correct, and they can- and it will be an ebook right away. It's coming out. 
I said, we're going to put it as an e-book so people can read it. In a couple of days, it'll be up on Amazon as an e-book. And how can people, where's your GoFundMe for your uh, legal fees? CourseyNation.com, my website, CourseyNation.com. And CourseyNation.com, if you go there, you'll see there's PayPal, there's a, a donor box, there's a GoFundMe. Uh, I've got an address you can send me checks. All the options are there. CourseyNation.com, I said about already about $200,000 in legal fees. And Good. if they charge you with something, it's going to be a lot more. I, 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 all of the help, I, I want people, all the prayers really are important to me. Yes. People can afford to and they want to. Please go to CourseyNation.com and donate. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your being here and I appreciate your standing up against this man. And uh, you're kind of like that young man in front of the tank at Tiananmen Square in a way. 72 years old and you're fighting. And God bless you. And thank you for being here, Jerome Corsi. My great pleasure, Andre. I'll be back with you anytime you ask. All right. Thank you so much. All right, now we are well past the break. I had to go long, though, with Dr. Corsi. What a hero he is. But we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got some other topics we got to get to, like taxing text messages. What? What the what? Where's DJ Carrot Sticks? Little sound effects. What the what? Say what? And 888 344 If there's something you want to say, come on back. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They're no longer receiving care packs and reminders of a home. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. Call 855 the number 7 troops 855-787-6677 right now to say thank you for each $100 donation you you'll receive a $20 gift certificate okay. for Richard Walker's Pancake House that's 855 the number 7 and the word troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com please join move america forward to send care packs full of premium coffee jerky cookies personal care items and more call 8557 troops that's 8557 troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com 
Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that can help you lower and even eliminate your occasional aches and pains that come from aging or exercise and everyday living. For example, maybe you love to play golf or go on those nice long walks or even just walking up and down stairs without grimacing with pain would be nice. Staying active should be a big part of everyone's life. That's why so many people are now taking Relief Factor every day. If you're dealing with the aches and pain that come from aging or exercise or just everyday living that keep you from doing the things you love to do, the things you want and need to do, then go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. Discounted now to only $19.95. And you should know, the majority of people who do order the three-week quick start go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? Look no further than Untuck It, the original untucked shirts. Traditional shirts look long and baggy when they're worn untucked. That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Well, Untuck It shirts were designed to be worn untucked, so they fall at just the right length and always look great. Not only do they look good, they feel great, too. With more than 50 fits, Untuck It has the perfect gift for every shape, size, every body on your list, even mine, a chubby guy like Gallagher. I love my Untuck It shirts. Tall, short, slim, athletic guys of all ages will love the fit of Untuck at church this holiday season. Untucked shirts are my go-to for all your holiday occasions. Casual, dressy. Try the original Untucked shirt at Untucked.com. U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T Untucked.com or at one of the 50 Untucked stores around the country. Use the promo code MikeG. You'll get 20% off your entire first purchase. If you're looking for the perfect gift for everybody on your list, Untucked.com promo code MikeG for 20% off your entire first purchase. Untucked.com, your solution to perfecting casual. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You're like an odd, like, banging noise in the background. That's the remix. Is that the remix? Is that what that was? I don't know what it was. I'm like, is somebody knocking on the door? I don't know. Who's knocking on the door remix? What? Oh, I started. What was that? Uh, no, Who's that on? looking in my window? Now, what was this? Uh, the the theme song to Three's Company. Come on, come knock, knock on my, my door. door. That's, guess who's waiting for you? All right, I shouldn't say. <laughs> um, anyway, DJ Carrot Sticks here. Can't see it, those watching on Facebook Live. He's actually sitting in the studio with me because DJ Turmeric is over in the booth. The number one healing herb available today is turmeric. Also, turmeric has been shown to be- gives you wings. It gives you wings. <laughs> I thought Red Bull gives you wings, baby. Turmeric does some wonders. Turmeric does some wonders. Well, I guess I got to sample something that DJ Turmeric brought in as we get towards the end of this segment. But um, DJ Carrots came in the studio because I think he disagrees with me on this next topic. Okay, here's the, the story that broke today that had everybody going nuts, which shouldn't have because we know that liberals are spending and they lay awake at night trying to figure out how they can pick our pockets and steal our private property. And that's something that people need to remember. Our money that we make on our jobs is our personal private property. It's no different than any other property that you own. So when the, when they come up with these taxes, that's no different than if they were come to into, break down your door, come into your home, and take your TV, or go into your, your pocketbook, take out your ATM card, and go to your bank, 
and rip you off out of the bank. So here's the latest scheme they've come up with. California state regulators coming up with a plan to charge users a text messaging fee to supposedly, not unlike the gas tax that was supposed to go repair the roads and didn't, uh, it's intended to, quote, fund programs that make phone service accessible to low-income residents. Well, my first thing off the bat is, and what planet do does anybody feel entitled to have a cell phone? You can't afford a cell phone. Well, too bad. You're not entitled. There's nothing in the Constitution that entitles you to a cell phone paid, anything paid for by your fellow taxpayers, whether it's a cell phone, whether it's a roof over your head, clothing, Food, there's absolutely nothing that you were entitled to have the taxpayers pay for. It doesn't say liberty, justice, and cell phone service? No, it doesn't. But remember the Obama phones? Are yes, they going to get taxed? Phone. Yeah, they, if there's anybody here who's got an Obama phone here in California? Probably not. Yeah? Now, um, you had said that you thought that this was no big deal because no. it, it is, why? Well, it's one of those headline attention grabber things because they're not going to tax iPhones, Messenger, Facebook Messenger, or WhatsApp. So if you have an Android, you could be taxed. But the thing is, if you have an Android, you probably have Facebook Messenger, and you could download the WhatsApp. There's always They'll always find a way around these type of things. Well, and that's because there's always a way. They're always picking and choosing winners and losers because there's what is consistent with, quote, liberalism is the unequal treatment and the false guise of, of equality because that's what this is. This is socialism, Marxism, pick your ism. It's income redistribution under the guise of equality that everybody deserves to have a cell phone, which isn't true. I mean, that's the next thing will be for them to say that, oh, how can low-income people compete in job interviews if they're not wearing a Prada suit? So we need to tax, put in an extra extra tax when somebody goes to the mall and or raise the parking fees at malls so that we can have lower income people wear Prada shoes for their job interviews. I mean, it's the same thing here. It's ridiculous. Um, I would, it, but, but I don't think, but if you're thinking about hard hats, no, so now people are forced to go to Facebook. It, it's also, first of all, if you're, even if that's true about excluding Facebook and all that, I, why should, this is going to hurt the middle class, the hard hats, the hardworking people. Why should everybody, every business now is going to be controlled? Because now an employer who gives his his employees phones and and texting is part of their communication on the job, right? So now they all have to coordinate and they all have to use some WhatsApp or some other method of communication. So now, now, in addition to this tax issue of stealing money from people, it's also another onerous regulation. It's another way of controlling business. And ultimately, that's what it's always about. It's about control. They are already getting, let's see what the numbers is, a bit, nearly a billion dollars already in fees to pay for these, uh, the healthy and well-funded public purpose program already. Well, you know, it's it, I'm against most taxes. I'm against it. I like us controlling our own money. But this is seems to me like, if anything, the person that's going to benefit or the, the company that's benefit is going to be iPhone. If iPhones are the only text message that you don't get charged for. And you got to wonder why. You got to wonder what's that about. And oh, by the way, one thing we haven't talked about is that the plan is to go retroactive. So even if you could avoid it by Facebook yeah. or by WhatsApp, you if they can go back five years, then ain't nobody going to be. Yeah, you missed that little part of no. the story, my friend. What are they, and what's the age limit? What about these thirteen-year-old girls that text five hundred times a day? There are they going to be taxed? Are the parents going to be? The taxed? parents will Who's be. Gonna be paid? The parents will have to pay for that. Oh, buddy. Yeah. 
And you got and you talk about people that have all these free texting, free data plans. Yeah. And you're going to go back five years and start texting people, and this That's texting right. people for their conversations on what basis? Because and, because poor people don't have cell phones, which isn't even true. What if there's an emergency, and you don't have any money in your funds or something? Like, are they going to automatically deduct it from your debit or your bank account or something? I don't know how they're going to do it. I think if they're going to fund anything more than a person being able to have a cell phone and take home, do with you know apps and all this, they should re put in public pay phones. Have them at library, yeah. uh, the police station, at McDonald's, stuff. Have that free. Anyone can use it. If my cell phone breaks or something, I can use it. But why do they get to take a cell phone home? Right. And, there's no, they, there's no need Flo for it. And right. There's, there's no need for it. This is all about, this is what it's always about. It's about a scheme just to come up with, it's more about control, more money that goes to unaccountable programs that nobody ever sees any results of. This is a state that has already driven us completely into the toilet, has takes in more and more and more and more and more revenue, and we have nothing to show for it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so I would have to wonder before we move on, because you want to talk about Christine Blasey Ford, iPhone, what kind of deal did iPhone get? Who, who did yeah. they work with behind the scenes? And remember Pelosi yesterday wanting to make, oh, we shouldn't ne- negotiate this in public in front of the media. Yeah, well, how was this deal negotiated with iPhone behind the scenes? That's very interesting. Anyway, what's on your mind about Christine Blasey Ford? Well, just, you know, more and more sports are becoming political. And Sports Illustrated recently had an award ceremony and they were giving out a an award for let's see, I can't let's see, I don't know what the exact award was. It was something for bravery, something like bravery. And it was given to Dee Hollander, who was uh, the the first girl that came out against the uh, Nasser. She was the first guy oh. that, to you know say that she was um, abused the by Olymp- Nasser, the, the Olympic uh, coach. So who does Sports Illustrated Doctor. decide to give her award? Blasey, Blasey Ford, and she wasn't even there at the ceremony. It was this taped interview from her house because she ain't even courageous enough to show up in public yeah it's ridiculous and what's the connection to sports because at least involving larry nasser i think his name was was the doctor that was you know pervert doctor involving all the the olympic girls that's Uh, the connection that that's the connect but what's blasey ford's connection to sports you tell me there's none this is ridiculous. And how heroic is she? What did she? What did she do? She sent some letter lying, uncooperated. You know, she's she's a pathological liar. Um, uh, she was used and exploited willingly for her fifteen minutes of fame by uh, that woman she drafted the letter with. I mean, I can't even remember all the details now. There were so many lies, and she she got close to eight hundred thousand dollars in a GoFundMe account. So she didn't have to pay for her legal defense yeah. like Jerome Corsi's having to do. She suffered. She's the darling now. Yeah, they're we're, still using her. They're still using her. Where's the courage? There's no courage there. Courage is Dr. Corsi standing up against the jackboot of tyranny. All she's done is, you know, uh, become the darling of the, the left's attempt to destroy um, conservative. Yeah. And Although I don't know that I can consider Kavanaugh conservative anymore after what he did with the, his ruling, which was ridiculous. Well, and it's just, you know, we, we've talked about this before, how sports, it used to be a way for us to escape, you know, from, from the politics yeah. and the madness or yeah. whatnot, but there's no escaping from sports anymore. From ESPN anchors giving us their opinions on politics to Sports Illustrated, we just can't escape it. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
what's his face? Goodell comes out today and saying the NFL's done a great job in dealing with violence against women. We've got zero tolerance against violence against women. As soon as we as soon as we heard about this deal with this, was it the Washington Redskins player who was beating up on a young woman on videotape? Kasim Hicks. He was uh, Hicks. Kansas City. Kansas City. That happened in January. Yeah. No, no, they didn't. They don't ever say anything until TMZ puts the video out there. Right. The same thing happened with Ray Rice. Right. They knew about it, and people knew about it inside the NFL. But they didn't talk about it, and nothing was done, and the suspension of the player wasn't done until the video was made public. Exactly, and it's the same thing here. I want to know why the police haven't done anything. The police were involved in covering up what happened with with uh, Ray, Rice. Ray Rice, and the police have seen this video, and yet there's still no charges made. It's documented. It's it's ridiculous, and even if the girl didn't want to file, file charges, you don't have to have the victim in order for a prosecutor to file charges. So the yeah, so ESPN and the NFL. Remember when they did that gun control thing? I think that I stopped I stopped watching the NFL games long before the kneeling. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. well, we got to take a break. But you had you and DJ Tumerk wanted me to sample something before. Yes. Um, before we, we took a break, we, we are going to drink this. We're gonna oh, we're gonna drink. We're gonna drink it. This is now. Tell us what this is, DJ Tumerk. This is a turmeric shot that I made. It's 1.5 ounces of turmeric and 1.5 ounces of apple in each shot. Right. Okay, so it's a shot. Okay. <laughs> well, I was never one to do shooters, like tequila shots. I'd always, like, dump them under the table when people weren't looking. I've never Hey, been I was one. nice. I didn't put the black pepper in it. Although I, lo- I, lo- I love me some black pepper. It, it's I very the- orange, so I like the color of it. I do like the co- color. It's kind of, it's not quite cheese. Right, here but- we go. Cheers. All right. Ooh. Mm. Not too bad at all. That's good. Yeah? You like it? Yeah. And I actually would have dug the black pepper in it because I love black pepper. That was excellent. I wouldn't put it right up there with the birthday cake donut from Frat Boys, but it was really good. Well, this will make your insides glow. <laughs> all right. Now, uh, we are going to take a break. We come back. We got to give you all an update of what's going on down south of the border because on the heels of, wait till y'all hear this. President Trump was so dead on last night about what needs to happen at the border. And we've got a story today out of San Diego that's just going to make you guys just n- remember how dead on right he is. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Keisha coming up. Good. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. This report is sponsored by The Word on. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. 
We are rolling into our final segment on this hump day. Uh, so uh, President Trump yesterday, the, the showdown over the shutdown, he said today, he reiterated today, he said, I am proud that if I have to shut down this government to get the border wall, I will. Border security must include the border wall. And he's absolutely correct in that. And you want to know, if you if you didn't understand enough about the invasion and the people coming here, and, you know, I know that there's some reports coming out today that when he said yesterday that 10 uh, terrorists were arrested, that that wasn't quite accurate. Did you know that it's actually 10 a day? 10 a day, supposedly, that the Department of Homeland Security arrests from one means or another, whether it's at the border or whether it's coming in from some other means, 10 terrorists a day that are being arrested. We've got a criminal element. We've got uh, the scourge of drugs flowing into our country. But we've also got coming in, wanting to come here, not asylum seekers because they're fleeing prosecution, but people coming here wanting to use the taxpayers. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of like the same people who are thinking, you know, they've American citizens who fill in time. Oh, you know, one of the things that we didn't talk about, DJ Carrot Sticks, was how many illegals were going to be getting cell phones as part of this taxing the, the text thing. That's a good point. Yeah. Right? So, see, and all these migrants that are coming here have been well taught to expect entitlements when they get here. They're coming here with a sense of entitlement that they have a right to be here. So much so. The two groups of the migrants went, DJ Karastace, you're going to laugh at this. Two groups of Central American migrants marched themselves to the U.S. consulate in TJ, Tijuana, with a list of demands. That's right. One group delivered an, (laughs) an ultimatum to the Trump administration. They said, either let us in or the U.S. needs to pay us $50,000 each to go home. Are you kidding me? 50K, man. 50 G's. I'm going to go down there. Yeah, what the what? Uh, uh, first of all, if you're going to issue an ultimatum, pay me money in order to get me to go away, if you're going to try to Stormy Daniels the situation, you got to have some leverage. What do these people have? They're south of the border. They can't get what? Give me $50,000 or what? You're going to do what? Come on now. Their excuse was, he, uh, this one guy says, the leader of these of these uh, g- issuing the ultimatum, he says, it may seem like a lot of money to you, but it's a small sum compared to everything the United States has stolen from Honduras. Baby, we ain't stole nothing from y'all. You ain't got nothing we want. Where they got that? What have we stolen from them? Nothing. If anything, I'm sure you've helped them out with we, their economy. How much? We give so much money to Central America. A tremendous amount of money. In fact, one of the things President Trump said was you stop these people from coming or we're going to stop giving humanitarian aid. The fact that these people haven't fought for their country and gotten rid of dictators who may be stealing the money, may, if they, they may be being stolen from, but the, but the United States has been giving them money. And we ain't going to give y'all no more. He goes on to say that the money would allow the migrants to return home and start a small business. No, you know what? That's $50,000 would come from the pockets of American citizens being, talk about being stolen. That would come from money stolen from an American citizen, probably a small business owner. You know how many cell phones we could buy and give out to the poor people for $50,000? (laughs) This is just, this story should really, I mean, while it's funny in one sense, it's really disturbing in the other. And it just goes to show that these are invaders. These are the people that have the same mindset as somebody who breaks into your car and steals your audio system or breaks into your home and steals your TV or steals your computer and says, well, they're rich. They live in a nice neighborhood. They can afford it. That's exactly who these people are. They have proven that they're, they, they are thieves. 
that their intent is to come here and break down our door and consume our food, our our life. It's no different than somebody breaking in and entering into your home, eating you out of your refrigerator, setting up shop and saying, you know what? You can afford it. I'm here. I'm here to live here. And basically, I'm going to squat and take over your home. This is what the game is. Well, um, tomorrow's show is Thursday. We've got, we're going to get into a little bit of economics. We've got uh, Al Arias who's going to be here. We're going to be talking some economic news. The stock market actually rebounded a little bit today. So there's some good economic news to discuss. And then we've got CMAC from, did we figure out how to pronounce it? Epoch Times? It's the Epic Times. Epic Times, who's going to be here. And we're excited to talk to him. He's got some really interesting stories coming out of his time in China. So we're going to talk to CMAC from Epic Times. So you're going to want to tune in tomorrow night. Let's keep the conversation rolling on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And DJ Tumerk, thank you for that shot. I'm not sure what it's going to do to me. I might have to report back tomorrow night on the inner glowings of AK. If I see that I'm glowing, I'm going to snap a pic. If I have to rush to the emergency room, I'll let you guys know. Hey, love you all. Thanks for being here. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to Jerome Corsi. Thank you, DJ Tumert. The number one healing herb available today is also Tumert. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.